This podcast is brought to you by Medical Plastics News, the leading voice in polymer innovation for the medical sector. To read more and to subscribe, visit medicalplasticsnews.com. episode of the MedTalk podcast, where we discuss the latest news and issues in life sciences. I'm Olivia Freyett, the editor of Medical Plastics News, and this episode I'm joined by Mikhail Vandenberg, the Global Head of Product Management at Technoplex Healthcare, where we will discuss recycling plastics in the medical and pharma packaging industry. Uh, thanks, Olivia, for inviting me here today to sit with you and have a nice chat uh, about our topic on recycled plastics. So, Mikhail, firstly, what is your background? Where do you specialize in the industry? My background is totally uh, in material science solutions. So I've been with Techniplex for the last uh, 21 years, 21 years. And essentially what we what we do is to supply the majority of the large corporations that develop and manufacture pharmaceuticals, medical devices, and uh, diagnostic applications. Also a little bit in, in animal health. So we're kind of a very broad scope tier one supplier uh, to the healthcare OEMs. Many, many, many niche applications that we have, standard solutions, custom solutions. Sometimes we have just just one customer. So my personal background is mainly with pharmaceutical primary packaging. And that means the packaging components that are coming into contact uh, with the medicinal product. In the EU, this is a pivotal time for sustainability in the broader packaging industry uh, due to a major piece of legislation currently in development. Can you discuss the regulatory landscape overall and how it relates to healthcare packaging? Yeah, so we have the uh, European Green Deal. I'm sure you heard about it and it's kind of a a big deal for for all of us. Um, The aim is to be climate neutral by 2050. So course, we all fully support that because the planet is uh, warming up. But what does that mean? Um, it means that everybody uh, in, throughout the entire EU ha- will have to reduce the emission of greenhouse gases, commonly known as the, uh, the CO2 uh, emissions or the CO2 equivalent. It means carbon footprint reductions in everything that we do. Um, it means implementing the circular economy. So specifically on uh, the topics that relate to us, the pharmaceutical uh, packaging, there's new legislation coming up. It's called the Packaging and Packaging Waste Regulation. And it means that there's going to be a shift to hard targets in terms of reduction, reuse, and recycle. Yeah, the classic uh, three that always come up. So it's ex- it's expected that pharma and, and, and medical general healthcare ap- applications will be um, given a more time to implement this, but will not be exempt. Um, so today they are talking about uh, a five-year prolongation of implementation. So what all our customers are doing today is uh, looking at uh, three main objectives, which are already defined in the draft uh, regulation. Stuff has to be designed to be recyclable. Um, it must be recycled at scale at a certain date. So some kind of yeah lab uh, unmeaningful uh, volumes do, do not count. And then there's also going to be recycled content targets. 
Um, and will this regulation affect pharma companies in the UK, UL, the US? Um, obviously, since they also produce drugs and drug packaging sold in the EU. Uh, that is very correct, uh, Olivia, because pharmaceutical companies tend to have a global product portfolio. Um, <clears throat> that is because uh, these active ingredients that they invent can, in most cases, treat patients around the world. The European Union happens to be one of the major marketplaces for those pharma companies, so absolutely uh, it will apply to, to US, UK and, and elsewhere pharmaceutical products that are uh, sold and distributed in the European Union. And where does Techniplex specifically fit into this story? So as a material science solution supplier, it's kind of our responsibility to um, inform our customers um, and work with them well, on material solutions that work after this famous date of 2035. So we're looking at recyclability of our components, but also uh, a bit broader than that, we are looking at the recyclability of the entire package. Yeah, so it's our components and other components that they add together to compose the uh, entire package. Um, we also believe that the use of pharmacopoeia-compliant uh, recycled resins is, is entirely feasible. So we're developing options on that as well. It's known that the pharma industry has been very hesitant to utilise recycled plastics in its packaging, especially for primary packaging, which directly contacts drugs or patients. Why is that? Well, there's some legislative background on, on that. Um, specifically, pharmacopoeia and GMP legislation state that the use of scrap material is prohibited. Um, this is mainly to avoid contamination of, of uh, yeah, leftovers that then get transferred from the pack into the drug product. There is an opening statement in, in uh, both those legislations that uh, talk about the use of recycling, but only if the nature and the properties of this material is well-defined and only after appropriate validation. So that's kind of what is in the text. Um, it's a big hurdle for pharma because yeah, validating post-consumer recycles, that is that is an absolute no-go, as you can understand. And the, the really, that opening is only used for closed-loop uh, recycling systems. So, for example, you produce a certain film and you have some edge trim, it's cut off in line, it's fed back to the start of the line, and it is exactly the same composition. Um, it's, it's meant for those type of applications, uh, but any other... Yeah, methodology of recycling is, is typically a, a big no-go in the, in the pharma industry. This episode of the MedTalk podcast is brought to you by MedTech Innovation Expo, the UK and Ireland's leading event for medical device manufacturing. Save the date for MedTech Innovation Expo 2024, taking place on the 5th and 6th of June at the NEC in Birmingham. For more information, please visit www.medtechexpo.com. Do you believe this dynamic will begin shifting in the near future? Yes, absolutely, because there has been recent new techniques that are developed you know, uh, in terms of chemical recycling, some, some breakthrough technology, I think. And what this chemical, chemical recycling is doing is that it breaks the polymers down into monomers or even into feedstock oil, which is then re-injected to produce new raw material. Um, and since uh, this is again a, a new reaction, 
It creates polymers that are chemically completely identical to virgin and, and meet pharmacopoeia standards. Can we discuss the technology behind various types of recycling and why these discrepancies matter? It's a very good question because there are uh, two very different technologies that are relevant today. The first one is called uh, chemical recycling through depolymerization. So um, you depolymerize, it means that you recreate the, the monomers, the very small molecules. And uh, these are blended in at the polymerization plant of the resin producers to create, again, new polymer resins. Um, it's a process that is extremely relevant, for example, for polyesters or uh, PET, and it's the most suitable for, uh, for that type of polymer. The other um, main uh, recycling loop through chemical recycling is called feedstock recycling. So there it's a bit longer and more uh, labor intensive, energy intensive process. But you go a, a step back further in uh, the manufacturing chain and you create an oily feedstock which has identical properties and can be blended in with the fossil based feedstock that people are using today. So both of these are fed then into the petrochemical crackers and this produces a new monomer and this monomer then can be polymerized into a new polymer again uh, meeting pharmaceutical standards. So this is the typical process used for polyolefins uh, known as yeah, polypropylene and uh, polyethylene. Okay, so it seems like moving the needle on utilising recycled plastics in primary pharma packaging means pairing plastics with their proper recycling process. Is that fair to say? That is absolutely correct, uh, because we will have to work with the solutions that are implemented by the major polymer producers. Uh, they are setting up big facilities that work in a certain way, and we are onboarding these solutions and integrate these polymers in are pharmaceutical packaging component solutions that can be used by our customers. Okay, the regulation pending in the UK involves requirements for percentages of recycled plastic in certain packaging types. This means there's some blending involved with virgin plastic. So how does that work exactly? Yeah, that's a, a, a tough subject and, and uh, Always interesting to explain. Yeah, when we talk about uh, controlled blending, um, it means that there is an exact blend of, let's say, for the sake of example, 30% recycle, recycled um, resin that is being mixed uh, together uh, with version. So you get a 70-30 blend. And it's like that throughout the entire batch at the molecular level. Um, very easy to understand. But then you also have the mass balance system and the mass balance system is a bit more difficult to understand but the example that i always like to use is when you purchase green electricity now the sun is not always shining on those uh, photovoltaic panels and the wind is not always turning the windmills yeah everybody knows how much gets in but nobody knows where the electron is exactly going uh, through the wires and, and who gets to buy it. So the solution that is that is there also is existing in recycled uh, resins. You, you buy the certificates because people know how many tons of recycled uh, are going into the system and then they segregate it out and they offer for sale the recycled certificate. And then as a, as a company, we Techniplex or our customers, the big pharma company can make a claim 
that they uh, use recycled content by buying these certificates. And are there any examples you can point to in which recycled content is being incorporated into primary pharma packaging or any other healthcare packaging application? Yes, we have two solutions that are ready to implement. So uh, I mentioned polyester, low barrier blister film, um, and then we have the mid barrier polyolefin blister film based on, on COC uh, that, is, that is ready to roll out. Uh, we have recently obtained our ISCC Plus certification, which allows us to certify the recycle content. Our customers will have to do the same, but we have today many customers that are in testing and uh, validation phases. But Olivia, I'll, I'll tell you a little secret. Um, this um, chemical recycling through feedstock is already occurring. Yeah, so there's a very small fraction that is already uh, in everything that we buy today. It's just that we're not buying the certificates yet. Um, so it is there. It's alive. It's in everything that we do at a very small scale. So it's a matter of, of yeah making it public and it is a very, very easy implementation uh, process because yeah it's just part of the general output. And Mikhail, where do you think this issue will be in five or even 10 years time? Well, we, we find that everybody that we talk to has, has, has a great reception and enthusiasm about this uh, recycled content in pharmaceutical um, and, and, and medical polymers. So uh, we think today information sharing is key. Um, recycled content will become a common a common matter in the next five to ten years because when solutions are available and they meet the pharmaceutical criteria uh, they're going to be adopted and that's uh, our opinion okay well that's all the questions that i have mckeel thank you so much for joining us oh thank you